Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous, In-Depth. At the Almost Famous podcast, uh, we are lucky. Uh, we are lucky to get to talk to uh, some very recent contestants on the shows that air. Today is uh, a fortunate day for the Almost Famous podcast listeners and Ashley and myself. We have Johnny here. Obviously, um, it's one of those episodes uh, that uh, maybe isn't uh, the most ideal, Ashley, what would you say to have to have this conversation? Uh, but it does feel necessary because we all watched it and now we need to know more and hear more. And so Johnny, welcome to the almost famous podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you. The people need want, answers. Yeah. I'm just laughing to myself. <laughs> if anybody can see me because, <laughs> because the way that Ben starts the podcast out like that, like so like slow and serious, trying to build empathy and tension is hilarious because I would be like, oh my God, guys, 
We have Johnny. <laughs> and that's and that's how I would intro it. <laughs> well, and that's why All right, we're, but I, that's why we're co-hosts because we are exactly, not the same. We're not the exactly. same. Exactly. It right, really is about great balance. No, no, no. All right. So let's <laughs> let's get into this. Johnny. Yeah. Where where would you like to begin? <laughs> Or am I as host supposed to start? Yeah, I, get I, think, I guess, yeah. I, I guess I, yeah. that's me. I guess that's me. Okay. Are you ready? Because I, I, I got I a lot so. of questions here. I can. All right. Yeah, we can try this. As much as I want to like go into the drama, I, I do want yeah. to go a little bit further back than that. Talk For about sure. Fantasy Suite and proposals. So we saw on <clears throat> Gabby and Rachel season that you just you weren't ready to get engaged. And like, I respect, I think a lot of people were probably like, uh, doesn't he know what show he's on? You're supposed to get engaged at the end. That's a whole other debate for another time, but especially going into paradise, I am got no issue with you not wanting to propose. Yeah. During fantasy suites. I, I I still feel like you didn't want to propose. Um, Mm. Did did you did you feel like you're like oh my god this is Victoria Fuller like sex siren of the I didn't franchise know who she was. she's like I a, didn't know who she was you didn't know like, that had, she was I like had, the hottest of all life uh, I just knew she was beautiful when I saw her but other than that I had no clue who she was uh, I think that helped you know because I didn't base my decision off of anything like that it wasn't like a celebrity crush or anything hell no no I didn't know. Who she was at all? I've never, okay. I've never heard the phrase "sex siren." Just to be clear, yeah, that was first. Yeah, <laughs> okay, sex siren. I, s- I don't I, know what you're meaning by that. I'm assuming it's like <laughs> something positive. I don't know. You guys, you guys, I just combined "sex kitten," which was a big deal on Ben season, and a siren, okay. like you sex know, siren. from like I the mean, Iliad makes, and the Odyssey. I feel like it's just something that screams sex. I get it, you know, but yeah, I've never heard it. Okay, but. At what point but, did you decide I'm going to propose? Um, there was there was a um, it was before Fantasy Suites when I I, I thought like oh, I was really? definitely gonna propose. Yeah, there was this oh. moment we had when we had our one on one. Um, we came back and Jesse had asked if we were falling in love, and um, she like kind of put her hand on my leg, and I just looked at her and I was just like, I, I have to put a ring on this person. Like I'm so in love with you. And I think that's kind of when it clicked in my head and when the wheels started to turn that, you know, I did really want to propose to this person. I think just when we hit fantasy suites, it started getting really real. And that's when I really had to, like, you know, be all in or or not. Okay. Yeah. But I think before fantasy suites, you know, I knew that I was most likely going to. Okay. Yeah. If you could flash back. That answer. It does. If you could flash back <laughs> that time, you know, it is. Paradise and this whole show continues to yeah. to amaze me, Johnny. Um, yeah, and I've been on it, yeah, and I've walked through it, and I I know the feelings. But Paradise yeah. is interesting because I don't know how many weeks ago in real world time, you know, you two were having conversations uh, about sure. staying together or not. A few weeks later, yeah. then you're proposing to somebody, which you know has a different meaning for me now uh, that I'm married. It's a heavy, it's awesome, it's nerve-wracking. Uh, you never know when you know, you're ready and you don't know if you're going to be a good husband or not. How do you yeah. get to the point of being so confident on a beach after a few <laughs> weeks after having these types of conversations about are we going to stay together that this is the person for you? 
It's crazy because everything you explained, I felt, you know, I, I think I've even said it in an episode where you never know if you're ready. It's kind of just a leap of faith that you take and you're scared that you're not going to be a good husband and you don't know if you can be there for your person. And, and, um, I just communication is, is such a key factor on that beach and, and you have to be open. And I think with Victoria, I was more vulnerable than I've been with almost anyone. I feel like I had to do that in order to get to a place of where I can propose to her. So it's difficult. Um, again, there's just serious talks that, you know, had to be had, uh, like fantasy suites was a big one. Um, uh, and then me and her did get alone time, you know, prior to fantasy suites where we did have serious talks, like at the Sadie Hawkins dance, mm -hmm. uh, off camera, me and her had, you know, some really deep talks about being married and getting engaged. So, um, there's a lot of moments that you guys don't see. One of the moments that stuck out to us. And since you're here, we'll ask you, uh, a yeah. moment that felt like a connecting point was you sharing the details of what was going on in your family back home. And we were, yeah. you know, kind of discussing here on the podcast. I'm sure you're an avid listener, but just in case you missed the episode, what we were talking <laughs> about is, uh, yeah. um, we were talking about, you know, it felt like something maybe you didn't want to share publicly, that it wasn't For something sure. that you wanted to air to the world, but you were getting to a place in your relationship with her where it would have been awkward to yeah. have these conversations post show. Is that true? Or can you walk us through why that moment happened when it happened? No, it's true. It's, it's, I, I didn't want to get in. I just, maybe I'm an idiot, but like, it was just, I was so like, it was just so real to me. And I was just, I was falling in love with this person. And, you know, I just felt like these are really big things that are happening in my life. And I didn't want her to be blindsided when we walked out of there. And, you know, for me, I was going through the motions of falling in love and, and getting ready to ask this person to be my wife. And, and, um, I just felt like it was something that, you know, she deserved to know. And I thought it would help the relationship kind of, you know, get further to where we need to be. Things like that. There, there was another, there's a sign in the fantasy suites that made me feel yeah. like hmm, maybe you guys don't know each other well enough. And yeah, that was, sure. you said, um, I don't know if you've ever been engaged before, but mm. I, and I haven't. And I was like, you should know if she's been engaged and been in a relationship that serious. Um, did I say that? Yeah, I heard it. You heard it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did. Um, I don't know. I think I was kind of just messing around. Just kind of like letting her know how. I, I, I like play around like that, but it was just kind of also letting her know, like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been engaged, but I haven't. And it's something that, you know, I, I only want to do once or, or it's just, it, it's very important to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, there you said something else that was like super vulnerable and I kind of want to dive deeper into in the fantasy suite. Yeah, and you said, um, I look at myself in the mirror and I like hate who I see. Like I hate <laughs> myself. And it made me yeah. so sad. I know. And it made me um, think like maybe Johnny needs to address these things before we get engaged. Yeah. No, I think um I think it's just some insecurities that keep coming up. You know, I just think I've always had this struggle where, you know, I, I'm, I'm like my toughest critic and, um, yeah, I think it's something that I do need to work on personally. And, you know, these talks maybe should have ha been had prior to fantasy suites, but, you know, again, I think I was just trying to get to a place of where 
you know, if we're going to get engaged, you have to know who I am. And, and, you know, it's getting better and better as time goes on. But I just felt like these were things that, you know, I was supposed to share with her at the time. You know, if you were to chat, uh, I yeah. would love to um, with you. And I'll, I'll share my phone number here in the chat before we head out. But For sure. Uh, you know, th- those insecurities and people, yeah. people on the outside don't fully understand it and they don't make it feel mm-hmm. any better. Uh, but going yeah. on a show like this, uh, at least Crazy. in my experience, enhanced my yeah. insecurities because there's a lot of comparison. There's a lot of criticism. Yeah. Then there's a lot of envy following the show on what people are doing and not doing and what you're not doing. And um, it it becomes a, a battle uh, with yourself. And I've been in that battle. And so I'd love to walk through that with you off this show. It doesn't need to be aired to the, Definitely. To the public. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and and it leads me to my question now because you know obviously we're walking through the fantasy suites we're walking to the end where you did uh, propose to Victoria uh, we watched mm-hmm. it on television and I, I kind of want to stop us now because we're going to be entering into where life is at the present and just ask yeah. you straight up like how yeah. are you doing we haven't asked you yet on purpose <laughs> um, you're good you're sitting here today the episodes have now aired yeah people are talking how are you holding up yeah I'm alright I'm good. Um, I think as time goes on, you know, I'm getting better and better. But um, I mean, at the beginning, it really sucked for sure, you know. But, you know, definitely moving on right now and just, you know, trying to take care of myself. When you say beginning, what do you mean? The beginning when this all went down or the beginning when this reunion was filmed or? Just, I mean, so it was kind of like, there was like a two-step thing with this whole thing. It was like when this whole thing started, you know, when the rumors started going around and then, you know, slowly kind of getting over that and then film the reunion. And it was like, oh, shit, this is still very current in my life. And then it was like, go back to being heartbroken and shit like that. And, and just, you know, now I'm coming back over again. But yeah. Like you wake up in better. the morning with that ugh, in your stomach, in your heart. It's not as it's not as bad as before. But yeah, you know, classic heartbreak feelings. Yeah. I think we've all been there maybe. But yeah. Are you someone I'm, who I'm doing better? Are you Stay someone in. who doesn't eat during heartbreak, or that you you binge eat during heartbreak? Um, yeah, I guess recently it's just been like I, I don't eat much. I I try to I try to keep busy as hell because mm-hmm. I've been through you know situations like this. So it's like you know for me it's try to sleep. You know you get those sleepless nights, and then if I'm up, I'm like working out or something. The public relationship side of this is hard too. It's fucking difficult, man. Yeah, it's very difficult. Being in the public eye is just like, yeah, it, I'm so, it's so out of character for me to do some of the things I've done too. You know, it's not something I want to do is go publicly talk on a stage about, you know, so and so. But it's just weird. It's weird. And then there's, um, you know, I walk through this uh, a public yeah. breakup, and um, it's odd too because people choose sides which doesn't make you feel much better uh it's not really no, what you're wanting and then yeah. your family your closest friends mm-hmm. and your family have all seen this air out they've seen the behind yeah. the scenes they've seen the ugly uh they've probably at some point seen the good uh and then behind yeah. the scenes you have to see the pictures and the videos <laughs> and get yeah. tagged in them and i'm telling you no, right now not. you're not alone in that you're not and it sucks and it never gets easier and it never becomes fun and 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 there's a side of this 
my unsolicited advice is you also don't want to become numb to it because you're yeah. learning something through it. For sure. It just isn't clear yet, it, but it will be. It just isn't clear yeah. yet. But um, yeah, that, that side of it, it, what people don't see is the quiet times in your room when yeah. you're not busy and what that feels like. Yeah, that's crazy. It's just, um, it's, just it's pure, it's crazy, you know? It's hard to explain it. Just kind of all sucks. It's like a big pile of shit sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> so sorry for what you're going oh, through. It really does suck. But I promise you, you know, you'll look back in six months and you'll be like, uh, that that didn't work out for a reason. I mean, you, are you feeling like that yeah. now? I mean, in a way, yeah. I, I feel like I'm just kind of, you know, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And, and if it was meant to work out, it would work out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it didn't happen for a reason. So whatever that reason is, I'll figure it out. But, you know, I, I feel like I am in a good state of mind currently. You know, there's there it has its ups and, ups and downs for sure. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America. Number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the bright side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, 
iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to dive into the timeline now of sure, after after paradise let's do this so when was your first fight that made you be like hmm the first rattling fight how many weeks or days after paradise that wasn't days after we were good i mean she she came and saw my family she met my family like immediately after paradise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and it was all good everything was good i think i think i i truly do think my season airing had a huge role in in this relationship and it was just from try to like put yourself in our shoes and it was very much like we're engaged and this is supposed to be our time and our moment and we want to be so happy but we were so in the dark and Mm -hmm. the world knew me as you know being with gabby not being with victoria and that really hurt her like she was heartbroken yeah she was upset that she was engaged in, in that it was very much the spotlight was on me and someone else. And she just, it was hard to be happy as, you know, a couple and try to blossom when I had to kind of promote my show. And, and it was just a weird thing because a lot of her friends were getting engaged too. a lot of her friends that, you know, are not on TV and mm-hmm. they were all, you know, publicly out there and, you know, it was heartbreaking. It sucked. She was really upset about a lot of things. The only thing that's interesting to me there is you'd think that, there on that show you were saying i'm not ready for engagement and then with paradise you were so you were ready and eager with her that you think like she would have no insecurity about you being on the bachelorette i had um i had done a podcast for bachelorette and i think that may have been our first kind of big fight where i was talking about gabby kind of past tense but it felt really present to her in in you know, being as your you fiance, need to, like, uh, uh, yeah, as, as contestant currently being aired. Yeah. Um, and I think she just felt like, you know, I wasn't as upfront with her as I should have been on the beach. Mm-hmm. And she, she, she thought a lot of the things I said to Gabby, I said to her. Mm-hmm. So I think that really threw her off for sure. I think that was honestly one of our first big fights. Yeah. That happens. Been in that. Yeah. Um, happens. You only it's have tough. It's tough. I, I do. And I'm, I'm like, I, I, I try to put myself in their shoes, their shoes too. And, you know, I would hate if my fiance was talking about someone else, you know, so highly, even though it was a show and all that, like, it's mm-hmm. still, we very much try to look at this as a real process and we're engaged now we're going to get married. And it was just like, that sucks to hear. Yeah. And you only have so many compliments to give. Our vocabularies are limited. Uh, (laughs) so beautiful means beautiful no matter beautiful means beautiful and no matter uh who you're saying it to but i think the the commitment behind it maybe makes it a little more uh yeah i try getting that point across too win some you lose some 
So at what point did you feel like the relationship wasn't going to last? Um, up until, you know, everything, the whole rumors and everything started, I thought like we were very much like keen on, on working things out, you know, like we had our fights and then we would make up no matter how bad the fights were, you know, I, that's why I think engagement is so big to me because relationships, you know, are, are built. They're not just amazing. And I think I was so like, no matter what, I was always going to be here for this person. And, you know, I felt that I felt that she felt the same. And then kind of after everything in LA happened, that's when I knew I was just like, yeah, it's not going to work out after this. I already know like you're gone. So did you guys have any happy couple weekends? Yeah. Yeah. We had um, a couple, two, three. How'd that go? Um, they're pretty good. Were they happy? <laughs> were they happy? Uh, happy couple weekends? They're all right. They're all right. Okay. Like I said, I think our my season airing played a huge role in, in a lot of our fights and things like that. So, you know, for the most part, they were good. But, you know, we did have our issues. Let's, uh, let's clear this up a little bit. There's... So you guys get engaged on the beach. You come back. You have a couple happy couple weekends. Things are going well. She meets your family. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys are in LA. You feel like at that point now, it's it's over. Uh, were there signs within this uh, leading up to that moment where you were starting to question the relationship or you were hoping it would end? Are you saying when me and her were in LA, it was yeah. over? Yeah. Uh, so I didn't think it was really necessarily over until she went to that party in LA. Which party was What's this? Party? That was um, Nick's party. So this was just a few weeks ago. Nick Vile's party. Whenever Natalie's birthday was. Natalie's birthday in October, I feel like? That was like end of August. Oh, end of August. Okay, so what happened at the party? Well, that's, when the, that's all the rumors that you see that everyone was talking about was referring to that party. And that's when her attitude kind of switched. And that's when I was like, she's not going to work on anything. Like she's gone, you know, but up until that point, I thought we were able to work on whatever it is we were doing. How much communication had you had leading up to that party? Every day, every day. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Between Tino and now this relationship, there seems to be (laughs) maybe a, um, like a theme where it's like, is the end of an engagement the end of the relationship? In my book, I'd say if somebody wants to end a re- engagement, that would mean the relationship is also over. Um, mm-hmm. And and in the finale reunion, you guys said like, you know, Victoria was like, I don't want to be engaged anymore. Did you take that as we're not together or like? No, I mean, no, we were talking every day. We were FaceTiming. We were making plans. You know, I. I had bought tickets to her house before that party, you know, like, and, and, and no point where I was like, Oh, we're done. <clears throat> we were very much still together. We were just, and I think the, the main thing was like, are we going to walk on that stage engaged? That's what that, that whole thing was. Okay. So at no, at no point was I like, we're not together anymore. I mean, you don't say I love you to someone that you're not together. It's just, no, I, I, I don't think so. So end of August, and I know this is painful. This is like pulling teeth. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. 
So I want to just clear this up. I want to take some time here to make sure this all makes sense. Everybody listening. End of August, she goes to a party. You guys are talking up until that point. What happens then following the party? There's just no communication. It was just done. Just done. Just yeah. I went to. I I was. I was in Arizona. Um, I was in Arizona with my family. And um, yeah. I like I said, I had tickets to go to Nashville for that week after she left LA. I was flying from Arizona to Nashville. She was flying from LA to Nashville. And just even text got super dry. And then I got to her house, and I was just like, yeah, there's there's something up right now. I was just kind of, I just knew it was over. Like when I got on that plane to leave Nashville, I was pretty much just like, this is probably goodbye. But you stayed for the weekend <clears throat> there yeah, with yeah. her. And yeah. And it just felt at that point like yeah. it was already gone. Yeah. I was just like, this is not the same person I left the beach with. You know, this wasn't the same person three days ago. Mm. So can we talk about the party? Kinda... I, I'm assuming guess, the party. I don't know. I don't I'm know. sorry. I'm sorry. But. <laughs> I guess the, the the party is where she's seen with Greg. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's crazy because the public knows just as much as me. You know, it's wild that that's like this public relationship. It's insane. But I'm asking you. There's footage yeah. of her with Greg at that yeah, party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're hanging out there. Okay. So this is the first time that you think they met or? No, I I've known. Again, like, it's just so out of character for me. I hate talking about this shit, but um, yeah, it's all good. Um, just because, and I only say that because in some weird way, you know, I asked this person to marry me, and it's like, yeah. I still feel like I need to have her back, and I don't yeah. want to completely just throw her under the bus. Yeah, I, yeah, I just something, it's just not who I am. You don't need to. Sweet. Yeah. No, no. Um, I definitely won't. But um, yeah, no, I, I've, she, you know, truthfully told me about Greg and her uh, at, paradise you know and and you know andrew and and all of them they they know you know that her and greg were talking prior and um i don't know what happened with him but it didn't work out and she came down to the beach so um when i saw them together and you know she stopped talking to me that's when i was just like i don't like this you know you get that gut feeling Mm -hmm. and um and then everything just kind of got confirmed after when rumors started surfacing i hadn't told anyone about it and i was just like well now there's rumors and I had a gut feeling. So what the hell? Where do you turn in those moments, Johnny? Like, I mean, you're obviously, your mind's swirling, chaos is oh, for sure. going around. Yeah. You're you're probably thinking you're crazy because she's probably telling yeah. you nothing's going on and you're for saying, sure. no, it feels like there is. And maybe I'm just, you know, going crazy here. Where Who have you leaned on? Oh, my mom. Yeah. My mom plays a huge factor, yeah. Um my mom and and you know i have some friends who are just like brothers to me and my brothers too you know i I do have a good like kind of support team but things like this i try to keep as personal as possible until you know i know everything but um my mom's like my go-to and then you know i try to talk to the person but obviously you don't get you know the, the answers you want so from the time yeah. that you left Nashville to the reunion show, which was the first weekend yeah. of November, what uh-huh. did um wh- did you speak at all in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, <clears throat> after I left Nashville, she kind of stopped. We we stopped communicating, and um, she was she was super busy. She had to do a bunch of work, and she, so she was flying around a lot, and 
um, right before she did all these trips, I had called her and just said, you need to kind of figure your stuff out because you're not texting me anymore. And this is kind of making me go crazy, you know, sitting by your phone, kind of waiting for someone to talk to you. And it's just mm -hmm. like, I didn't like that feeling, especially coming from, you know, where we were. So I had kind of made the decision to just say, hey, like, take the next couple of weeks, work, travel, do whatever you got to do and figure your stuff out. And, and, um, you know, I'll be in Nashville middle of September and we can talk then, you know, it was my birthday. And, um, yeah. Were you going for her or were you just going for your birthday with friends? Um, it was like a mixture. I had friends out there and then, um, we had kind of agreed when I was in Nashville prior that I would, you know, spend my birthday with her in Nashville. So I thought I split it, but we just, like I said, we stopped talking. Did you go? Yeah, I went. I went. I went to Nashville. I think that's when we kind of officially, um, we had like a talk about where we were and everything it was like right around my birthday. I went to her house and we talked about everything. What was the vibe of that conversation? Um, did you? Was she was it, gone. Yeah, it was cold. Yeah, it was cold. I like already thought she was with someone else. Yeah, like I was like, you just not an idiot. You just know these things, you know. Yeah. So I just kind of was like, I should have never came here. This it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, not perfect though. I'm not going to put everything on her. I was not. Perfect no, we're going to get into that. There's some things said yeah. during this episode that I want to talk to you about, but uh, yeah, until we get perfect. to that point, we're going to get the timeline. Uh, yeah. What you know, the timeline in your world, you know, it's different. Yeah, there's two sure. true. There's sure. three sides of truth. Your truth. There's three her sides. Truth yeah. and the truth. So we're going to yeah. get your truth and then try to make sense of all this for anybody watching. Because I'll be honest, sure. you know, after watching last night and the reunion. There is a lot yeah. of things left. It felt like um, undone. It was confusing. Uh, it was for sure. Uh, so really, it's to get clarity to what was going on, yeah. and I think we're making sense yeah. of it uh, yeah. right now. Definitely. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America. America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, obviously, then, this leads us to the reunion. I'm yes. assuming you didn't speak for a no. little bit before that reunion. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's when the whole Italy and her officially became real. Yeah. And that's when it kind of really like got under my skin and she yeah. had reached out right before the reunion. And I just was like, I'm not, t- I didn't want anything to do with it. So I didn't answer. Reached out. So how? To clarify. When, reached out. How? Um, just kind of, say what's up and, and you know how this reunion is going to go down and I think she wanted to discuss it but yeah. I was just you know maybe it would have been better for the both of us but I was just like not happy at the time just to clarify the Italy thing for those who don't know yeah. they were spotted all around Rome together on Instagram yeah. yeah how did you feel when you first saw those photos uh it sucked I was at work and my buddy sent me a text and it was a video and he was like, dude, is Greg, cause we have a mutual friend and he was like, dude, I think Greg's in Italy with Victoria. And I was like, nah, I can't be like, she's not in Italy. We have a reunion to go to. And we just talked like two days ago. And he was like, no, I think so. And I got like a text and then there's pictures and I was like, all right, I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. You can't just both happen to run into each other in Rome, you know? Yeah, it's not like yeah. they were, like, spotted at Nick's house together where you could be, like, yeah. you could try to explain away I, the situation. Try, yeah. yeah. You just don't end up in Italy. It's funny, too, because we kind of look alike. So everyone was like, it's Johnny in Italy. It's Johnny in Italy. I was like, yeah. oh, very much, I was in Miami that weekend. Yeah. There's, a, there's an interesting <clears throat> thing that I think Victoria pointed to during the reunion that is 
true, and I want to get your opinion yeah. on it. She said, you know, how for soon sure. is too soon to move on? It's a question we've asked ourselves yeah. on this podcast for years. There's two mm-hmm. sides of that. And to add to that, uh, not similar in nature, a little bit similar in, in my experience. Yeah. The sooner the Band-Aid gets ripped off, like you kind of hold yeah. on to this idea and this ideal of what was there and what was yeah. happening, even though everything maybe kind of sucked for a long time. And that mm-hmm. Band-Aid gets ripped off and the the truth <laughs> is revealed. I oh, will I say, it. I'm not gonna lie. yeah, it's a good feeling. It hurts. I mean, it hurts deep and it stings and it will put you in weird places mentally. But it, it is, it is kind of, um, it's it, like a, almost like you can breathe. Yeah. But it's also just, like ground. It, it's, it's hitting rock bottom in a sense. Yeah. And now their only way out is up. And the sooner you can get out, it's better. Yeah. It wasn't like, it. I wasn't just looming at the bottom. Yeah. It was like, I finally hit. I knew I wasn't crazy. I knew something was happening. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I can finally Breathe. move the fuck on. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I'm not wondering. I don't, we don't have to have these talks anymore. I don't have to ask you if you're with him. Like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it felt, it was like a blessing in disguise. Yeah. You know? It is. I mean, it's almost it, it just like here, like you, you can move it. on now. No, you, no, don't you wish definitely it. don't wish it. But it's going to, if it's, if it's happening, like, I, I just, People should just be honest. It goes such a long way. So you see those pictures, and in that moment, did you did you want to reach out to her and be like, "What the hell?" Or no. were you just gonna be like, "I'm above this"? Yeah, I kind of just in that moment, I just kind of said, "I'm done communicating." Like that uh-huh. was that for me. Before that, you know, it was very much like if she reached out, I would text back, or you know, I would reach out and be like, "Hey, are you okay?" But um. After that, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. You know, I need to move on from this. Mm-hmm. It was hard. I would, you know, I, like you just see that you would love to reach out and be like, hey, are you in Italy? Like, what, what the hell? Yeah. But um, I knew from the pictures I didn't need someone to tell me yes or no anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it leads us into then kind of the closing of this chapter yeah. in your life. Um, sounds brutal. I didn't know how I was going to say it, but I'm going to say it the way it's going to come to me. And, uh, you, you went on paradise you had a really good time. Yeah. You went on paradise, right? You got drinks made by Wells, one of my favorite people in the world. Um, he's awesome. You know, you got to swim in a pool. You got to sit on the beach. You got to get some rays. You made it to the end. Yeah. You got engaged and you've now lost, um, that engagement, that fiance, you know, and and you yeah. have moved on. And as you said at the beginning of this podcast, you said you only wanted to do this once. Yeah. Uh, that was your goal. Um, hey, yeah. first off, you're not alone. There's great things to come. <laughs> I can promise right. you that. I can Let's promise go. you that. I, I'm, a, I I'm living that. proof that the future is very bright for you, man. Um, yeah. But you're still in it. Like you're not out of it yet. And I don't want to say it's going to be better in a year, two years, three years. It might not. Yeah. I don't know what your life is going mm-hmm. to look like, but I do know where you're at right now. And yeah. again, I want to check in on you. Like what is going through your mind? What are you hoping for? What are you dreaming for? What are you hoping there is to come? And and where do you feel like you are personally? Um, I, Like you said, up. I just hope the only thing coming now is up. And, and as much as... You know, a lot has happened that has sucked. 
a lot of good has happened. You know, I, I met all these people. Hmm. I have lifelong friends, you know, Aaron, Brandon, Michael, everyone, you know, Wells. Tyler, Wells. he was yeah, on your side. Don't forget to say Tyler because Tyler was about ready yeah, to Tyler. jump Tyler, out yeah. of his seat to protect you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tyler, me and Tyler talk every day. So it's Aww. not like, it's not the worst thing in the world. And and I I think I'm in a much better place than where I was, you know, four or five months ago, you know, I'm a whole different person. I've grown from this experience. I got engaged. Like I was never ready to be engaged. Mm. And I, I knew where I was at life. And I just, you know, Victoria did open my eyes to what falling in love with someone is like. And I do not take any of that for granted. So even though it fucking sucks and I am and was heartbroken, you know, like I'll grow from it and I'll get better. So I think, I think the only way right now is up. Yeah. Well, just to close that, you know, some of the best things to come from this yeah. for, for me was yeah. you get a lot clearer picture of what it is that you need and need in, sure. in the terms of what weaknesses do you have? Like you have insecurities. Yeah. I have insecurities. Yeah. Ashley knows that yeah. I have deep insecurities that haunt me yeah. Uh, yeah, and, for sure. and that wreck me at times. And, you know, I found a partner um, that, you know, sees the best in me. And mm -hmm. I see I have a partner now that is empathetic and caring and loving and gracious and kind and slow to speak and quick to listen. Those are things I needed. I didn't know I needed that Yeah. until yeah. something really hard happened. Yeah. And that's one of the best things. Now, again, I don't know how long that's going to be for you. I don't know when that's going to happen for you, but it is something that comes out of this is these really difficult breakups that happen on national television with everybody to have an opinion on. You do start yeah. to see, okay, where am I at? What are my weaknesses? What are my strengths? And uh, and and what do I want in a partner? And that's that is a great thing to start processing. So what I'm working and building on right now, you know, I think, like I said, this show has helped me in so many ways, so many ways, and I'm still even learning what it's helped me with. But you know, I know that much more now about myself and what I want in someone. So spot on. You're gonna have no trouble. <laughs> no, you're also 26, young, and great things happen around this age. I'll let you know that. You know, I was 26 <laughs> and the whole Bachelor experience started for me, and it matured yeah. me a lot and was able to put me on the right path, I feel like. Um, I think it did a lot for me. Yeah. So let's talk about the reunion show just for a brief more minute. Um, yeah, for sure. Because the audience really seemed to be on your side for the most part. But yeah. there were a couple comments in there we have to address. There was one, the conversation that Victoria brought up in which I I can see how it could have been a joke. Um, you, oh, she said sure. that like her, 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 her point in being in a relationship with you is supposed to be to cook and clean. And if she doesn't do that, then what's the point of her being around? Okay. Oh, please explain the time and place and tone and all that. I, it's honestly so stupid. It's like, how was this so turned around? Um, it was literally just a joke because she hates to cook and clean. Mm -hmm. And I love cooking and cleaning. So, you know, it's just like someone cooks, someone cleans, someone cleans, someone cooks. And I was like, if I cook and clean, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. It's nothing like, what are you going to do in a relationship? What you, you don't have to cook and clean. This is the 21st century. Who gives a shit? So you were basically just like, so you don't cook, you don't clean. So like, what do you bring to the table, girl? Is it was it like that? No, 
So oh, can I cuss on here? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We beep yeah. it out. Just yeah. go ahead. What? How? Uh, what was the tone? What was Easton's the context just of the behind conversation? The scenes and just bleeps. I mean, he, he's good at it. Bleep, bleep, He's got to um, get paid. It was, it was pretty much just like joking and laughing at the same time we were talking about it. And I think I think it kind of just in a way did hurt her a little bit because she, like I said, she hates to cook and clean. And she would, you know, she she would call me up and be like, I don't cook or clean. So is that going to work for you? I'm like, yes, it's fine. Like, I don't care. Okay. And I think it just kind of got, I don't know. I think, personally, I think her back was against the wall and the whole yeah. rumors and, and accusations really just got under her skin. And I think yeah. she just threw out whatever she could. Mm. You will care once you was... get married. I'll tell you that. It's a 50 yeah. 50 partnership <laughs> in this house. We're both grinding. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's I, my big Italian family. You know, it's if my grandparents are cooking, the whole house is cleaning, things yeah. like that. But I, I, like I said, I personally, I love to cook. It's what I do. And cleaning is very therapeutic for me. So yeah. I don't mind. My wife's going to be a happy gal. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network. 
iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also want to address the name calling. We don't even know, speaking of beeps what you guys yeah. were saying because it was like blurred out and beeped it was, out it, was Jerry, and it sounded bad guys what was it I'm is there a anything. well is there a P, <laughs> is there a pg version okay first yes. question is this no. synonyms give us synonyms. You, well, synonyms. Here, here's the first question johnny and i think you yeah. have to own up to this if you said it man to man yeah yeah did you did you call her something in yeah. the fit of anger that deeply hurt her hell no okay hell no so where would that come from it's just one of the many arguments that we maybe have said things to each other that you know necessarily wasn't the best thing to say or wasn't the best choice of words and i think like i said i think victoria just had her back against the wall and she just grabbed whatever she could and twisted around in some crazy way that you know uh, it kind of made me look bad so you know Again, I'm not perfect, and me and her have been in plenty of fights where we both have said things to each other, and I've apologized to her, but um, that shit was uncalled for. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we don't need to know what the name was that was said, but... Man, if they beep it out, it's probably better. You just keep it like that. We'll keep it like that. It's, it's, it sucks, too, because you know what Like, really kind of messed me up today was... Like, the whole reunion was just sad. It, it was. Like, I truly do care for this person regardless if she's moved on you know i'm moving on like i do i asked her to marry me i love this person and i'll always have a soft spot for her but today just out in public i had little girls coming up to me like you know giving me hugs and taking pictures like they're about to watch this reunion and and it just sucks like it really sucks Mm. yeah it was terrible there's like an eight-year-old she's like i love you you're my like i'm your biggest fan and i'm like holy you're gonna hate me after tonight well, not because of the situation, but does that make you worried that now you have these little eight-year-old girls who are looking up yeah. to you, and now she's accusing you of saying of saying what? things that like yeah. I, I like that's not my character, and and Victoria knows it's not my character, and it's just like you know, in the heat of the moment, I get where she's coming from, and she was upset about everything, but it just sucks. I don't know, like you said, it's a whole public platform, and now everyone's got an opinion, and like that kind of. That was eating me up the most about the reunion. It's just like, why, why did you have to drag like through the mud, like our issues and things like that? You know, I was up there kind of putting something on blast that you made public. I didn't want to talk about that at all. And we had conversations about not talking about it, but yeah. Don't worry. That really sucks. Don't worry, Tyler. Tyler's got your back on this episode. He makes sure everything's yeah. cleared up pretty quickly. Yeah, I love Tyler. He's a good kid. You know, you- it's uh, the reunion was sad. It's sad for a couple sad, reasons, yeah. and then Greg comes out, 
and uh, Victoria and Gray get to sit on the couch together and kind of announce their relationship. Um, what did that feel like to you? Dude, that was my moment. That sucked. That was the most heartbreaking, crushing thing when I heard that he showed up and, and she kind of was just all about it. And I was just like, why? Like, I went through two shows. I went through Bachelorette and now I'm on Paradise. And I did all of Paradise with you. I went through all those times together and we went, we've had our ups and downs. And now I, I, I was on stage for five minutes. I just sit in my trailer by myself. And I was just like, this is bullshit. You know, I didn't get to spend time with the cast who I love. I didn't get to see Wells. I didn't get to talk to anyone. I got to go on stage, have a fight with someone that I truly care about, and then walk away like empty-handed from everything. That was that night sucked. I called my mom crying. I was just like, "This is fucking awful." I know they were not allowed to have our phones. I was like, "Give me my fucking phone." I was like, "I need to talk to my mom right now." And they're like, "Okay." I was like. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I love how you leaned on her. Yeah. What did she say to you? Yeah. My like yeah. my parents and I are very close. Ashley and her parents are yeah. very close. Yeah. My parents yeah. at one point during this whole process for me said, Ben, I don't know. Like this is so unrelatable. Yeah. And I don't know what yeah. world you're living in that like it's hard for us to give you any <laughs> advice. We can support you by like Yeah. Yeah. I mean it kind of is the same way. It's like Johnny, come on. Like, really? I'm like, yeah, mom, but you don't understand. Like you know, at the end of the day, I was engaged and, and I truly felt that way. And, you know, she just said it sucks, but, you know, I need to, you know, kind of pick myself up now. And the hard part's done, you know, the reunion's yeah. over. You already did it and just breathe now and just, you know, move on. I loved your parents on Hannah and Gabby. I mean, <laughs> Hannah, I, I loved your parents on Rachel and Gabby's Rachel season. And Gabby, yeah. They so had funny. like this sense of realism that I don't normally get from hometowns. I actually yeah. felt like that's how the conversation would have gone down with my family. Yeah, it was funny. My dad's a character. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, he's such a character. I was so excited that he was going to be there talking. <sighs> so uh, what happens? What happened after she got off stage with Greg? I know that you guys, you know, have parties afterward. There's usually yeah, the after party after the union. And then the next day there was a huge press day. So mm -hmm. you guys had to be in the same room again together. Yeah. Yeah. Me and her were. Um, after the reunion, um, she actually had reached out like immediately after. And, you know, we both felt awful. We just felt like we came out swinging at each other. And um, she was really torn up. Mm. Um, I didn't answer i was just thought it was all bullshit but um i ended up seeing her at the after party at the press and um kind of ran into each other didn't say really anything and then um we kind of we talked a little bit after you know she said she wanted to speak about everything that went down and you know, i agreed to so um yeah i don't know kind of just hashed out everything did it feel better it did for a split second, and then she goes to Nick's house, and Nick started posting videos on TikTok, and I was just like, all right, nothing was genuine, you know? It's just back to the public platform, and I was getting tagged in it, and I was just yeah. like, you were here crying 20 minutes ago, and it's like, no, you're, you're like, come on. That's why I said, like, I just, I, I, I truly do care, but, like, I just can't keep answering, and, and no more talks. Like, I'm done. Why do you think that happened? Do you think she said, yeah. hey, post a video of me? Or do you think Nick yeah. just did it? I have it? no clue. 
We're so confused by that. Like, I'm, how did they even like put that out while the show was going on? Like, you're not allowed to put spoilers out on social media. So why was that? A, I don't want to say approved, but like it, not forced to be taken down. I I felt the same. I'm just like that's why it kind of like sucked too. I was just like I'm just constantly feel like I'm just getting put down, like kicked while I'm down, and no one's like, you know, and. Nick is someone I met, and now he's out here posting soft launches. I'm like, dude, what? Like, I get it, whatever. But like, come on, like, I, you know, I'm gonna see that. You know, the public's gonna see that. Like, I have people saying they can't even watch the show anymore, and like, it's, it's kind of, it sucks for me. You know, I can't engage with people, and you know, they're like, it sucks. I can't watch you too. Like, it's all a lie. That wasn't a lie. No, but like, people have their own opinions about things, and it just. It just kind of ruined a lot of shit for me. Yeah. You know, and like, dude, at some point, I just want to be like, grow the fuck up. Like, just wait a couple of weeks and then do whatever the hell you guys got to do. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think from a fan standpoint and viewers, they were upset and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a couple of weeks. The soft launch. The the first thing we talked about here, you know, you, you, you do get to see that. You get posted in it, tagged in it. Oh, I got tagged a million times in it. I guess all the comments that they loved it, people hated it. People are like, I love these two, and it sucks to see. Yeah, again, it's not fun for anybody to pick any team. You don't you want people to no. hate her or hate you or it's choose true. you or her. It's just there's a, no. there is still a timing here issue yeah. um, that yeah. is still confusing to us here because it's like, how in the world did yeah. that happen? I don't yeah. know. How was it, how was it allowed uh, when it was allowed? Do you think it, that that possibly it was because it created an interesting storyline? Very dramatic. It was very dramatic to like kind of see the the ending before it happened. I think it helps in a way. It helps mm-hmm. them for sure. You know, looking happy and things like that. No, no doubt it helps. And and they all have huge followings. You know, people probably love to see that. Do you find a little bit of satisfaction in the fact that you're definitely the one that's getting the more empathetic response from the audience? Mm. Again, it's so 50-50. Because I also don't want to, I don't need people to feel bad for me, you know? Like, I don't, I don't want that, you know? I would love to be like Brandon and Serene, you know, just super happy, having the best time. But like now people are choosing sides and I don't want people to be mad at her and I don't want people to hate me and, you know, yeah. it's like who really wins? Does anyone really win? Yeah. Well, Johnny, I have a secret no. for you. I have a big secret what for up? you. Ashley knows to talk me, about it very much, it. but uh, I'll do our uh, I'll do our bragging. We've got a big following too at the Almost Famous Podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, Let's go. And uh, and we've been around a while. We're still trucking. We're still growing. We're still doing our thing, and our listeners are very loyal. They. And so uh, we, we have our, our, a little platform here, um, and we're very thankful for that. And uh, we have a well, platform I'm glad built. you guys had me. Yeah, uh, built on talking to people like you and getting to hear, yeah. um, you know, as much of the story as we can. Obviously, there's pieces yeah. of that that you don't even know, probably, yeah. uh, that can yeah, be added sure. in and explained and, and thought through. But we yeah. are thankful uh, that you came on with us today. And uh, on these you guys. on these episodes, we always like to end in a in a similar way. 
Johnny, we sit here today. We just hashed out the timeline. We just talked through a breakup. We just talked through um, a whole season of Paradise leading up to an engagement. Um, What are you now looking forward to? What are your dreams? What are you hoping for now to come in your future? If you could sit here today and say, hey, and then this will not be the last conversation you have about this. I promise you that. (laughs) But it might be the last really public, like public you know out there conversation that you have if for sure if you so sure. choose if you so choose <laughs> if you so choose yeah, yeah right um <clears throat> so if this is kind of that like stake in the ground moment i'm moving on i'm moving forward what does that forward look like to you forward to me right now is um like you said it's going up um it's focusing on myself whether that be physically mentally um just growing you know growing from everything that i've learned in this whole process um getting back to kind of where i was prior to the show um going back to paramedic school um and just doing things that i love like traveling meeting new people uh this has opened new doors for me and um i'm really going to explore you know these new options that i have and um just living my life and and um being the best Johnny I could be third person. Well, you're 26 years old. Yeah. Uh, I was 25 when I did this show and there was a moment in my life when I hit rock bottom and I said, thank God. And I mean this, this was a prayer. Thank God that I was 25 when I did this because I've got a lot of life in front of me. And I think the same thing for you, man, you've got a lot of life in front of you. Uh, a lot of things to do and learn and experience. But for today, we're thankful you're here. So thanks for joining us on the Appreciate Almost Famous Podcast. Thank yeah. you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you for having me, seriously. Johnny, we we really appreciate your honesty today. You're just raw and I and unfiltered and we love it. I appreciate you guys. Seriously, this means the world to have me on here. Yeah. It and, does. and I think oh. relatable. Like there's people that are going to listen to this yeah. who have been in a breakup or going through a breakup that are going to be like, I get it. Rock bottom sucks yeah. and, and it yeah. hurts and it's weird. I hope I can be a shoulder to lean on for people, you know, to everyone listening to like, I am 20 and I just turned 26, but I've been through, sh- um, you know, I was engaged. I, I'm now not engaged. I've had my heart broken. You know, I've gone through things, you know, that families don't go through necessarily. So anyone out there needs to talk to someone like, feel free to hit my line. I love, you know, giving advice to people. That's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Johnny, stay along for this. Follow, follow our lead. This has been the Almost Famous Podcast. Johnny has joined us today and shared uh, his experience from Paradise, uh, his experience and breakup. And uh, it's never easy, but we're thankful for it. We hope somebody listening can relate, get something from it. But also we hope listeners, uh, if maybe you aren't in a breakup situation, will just get some clarity on the timeline because there's only a limited amount of time uh, that we have during the show. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. I've been Johnny. Good job, Johnny. Not everybody gets it. (laughs) Nobody gets it. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Bye. You've been been Johnny. Take care, guys. (laughs) See ya. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.